Hello and welcome to Whitlit, the funny books podcast, where writers, comedians and publishing people talk about their favourite witty literature. I'm your host, Lily Linden. I'm an editor at Vintage Books and my own debut funny novel, uh, which is called Double Booked, is publishing in June next year. Why June? I hear you ask. How well? Because June is Pride Month, isn't it? And um, that segues us neatly into today's sparkling rainbow episode, uh, where I'm joined by the delightful author Laura Kay. Laura is a writer and editor who lives in East London with her wife and cats. Amazing bio. In 2018, she was selected as one of the 10 finalists for the Penguin Random House Right Now traineeship, and her debut novel, The Split, came out earlier this year. The Split is a heartwarming story about moving in with your family after a breakup. It's about the crazy things that Ali does to try to win back her girlfriend, including running a marathon very badly, um, baking cakes very well, and uh, stealing her pet cat. In this interview, Laura recommends her top five funny books, all by gay writers and starring gay characters. We also talk about her writing process and her comedy inspirations, and yes, all about her own pet cats. So I hope that you enjoy. Hello, Laura. Hi. <laughs> Thank you for joining me. Such a nice, neat segue there. We know all about you, but for anyone who hasn't yet read it, can you tell us a little bit about The Split? So The Split is about a woman named Ali who is dumped by her girlfriend and steals the cat, moves back to Sheffield to live with her dad. Um, and while she's there, she reunites with her childhood friend, Jeremy, who's also just gone through a breakup. And they hatch a plan to run the Sheffield Half Marathon together. And after that, shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> it's really lovely. Um, I really loved it. Thank you. Um, it was the only book that I took on holiday with me that I actually wanted to read. So oh. that was very nice. I read it in a day. It was very lovely. I haven't done that in ages, but it's just very warm and lovely. And you just want to know what happens. So it's definitely... That's my recommendation before we even get to yours. <laughs> um, I just think you balance humour and warm-heartedness um, so well in this and, uh, you know, in my, in my sort of bookmarked way. Um, one of the bits I really loved and made me want to, you know, be emailing my exes. <laughs> I don't think I'd appreciate <laughs> that very much. Um, uh, can I read a sentence of it? please it's Ali's emailing her ex and um her ex M and she replies and uh is quite sort of formal and a bit standoffish in the rest of the email um but in the PS PS I wasn't crying because of the gin you were wearing a skirt and a top not a dress I don't miss smoking but I miss that feeling you describe you describe it very well bring back the cat it's just so good <laughs> and I remember reading that and being like oh god I don't know what's gonna happen and I love it um so yes, thank you for that. Um, did you always plan for your book to be funny? How important was humour to your planning and writing process? I think I didn't necessarily plan for it to be funny, um, but it could never uh, not have been because that the, the voice that comes through in the book, it's Ali's voice, but it's my voice. That's just mm -hmm. the natural mm -hmm. voice. 
that I write in. Um, I have tried to write um, kind of more like serious stuff Mm. and it just is stilted and it doesn't feel like me and I read it back and I'm just like blah like I hate it um (laughs) and if I write what I enjoy that's that's what comes out and I think I do a lot of my communication through humor so it makes sense to me to write characters who communicate in that way as well Mm -hmm. like not a great deal of uh like deep and meaningfuls going on but they still (laughs) as you say manage to get a lot across to each other yeah yeah I love that why were you writing serious stuff oh I mean I've written so many things like I you know I was just sort of experimenting or Mm. if I've thought oh maybe I'll write a short story about something like really important yeah (laughs) I'll get like 200 words in and I'm like oh my god who is this person I've done like (laughs) such a twat um (laughs) Uh, yeah it's just it's it's just not me um and once I really got into this um writing the split I was like oh yeah I could keep going forever like I love these people and this makes sense so nice um (laughs) how did that change throughout um not loving your book but how did sort of the humor change through the kind of writing and editing process but were there any moments in going from planning to writing to editing that you found yourself reviewing any of those I don't know jokes on like a smaller level in terms of editing on a line level no but in terms of looking scene by scene and thinking have I injected enough of this character into this if you see what I mean more Mm. than necessarily being like there's not enough jokes gonna Mm -hmm. like make it more punchy um so I'm thinking of when oh shit like I'm absolutely terrible for spoilers like I've actually got in trouble (laughs) for giving away like huge chunks of my book and stuff before uh but there's a scene where there's like they're having a slightly more serious conversation and um you know about sort of depression and stuff like that and I originally wrote it and it was pretty like heavy Mm. and I lightened it up I didn't want to like take out any of the seriousness of what I was Mm. saying Mm. but there's just a sort of like lighter moment at the end of that now where you know she climbs into bed with him and they you know whatever that sounds like (laughs) (laughs) that sounds like very much not what it is yeah that's right uh real plot twist in my (laughs) in my book about a lesbian um but yeah I I think like I just found that once I knew the characters well enough injecting Mm. humor into the scenes like came sort of more easily that's so interesting. I think um, I'm using jokes, I guess, as a shorthand. Um, I don't think any of us really want to go through being like, why are you doing a one-liner <laughs> in the middle of lines everywhere. Yeah. Um, so it sounds like for you, it all came from character. How did you go about writing humour from like different characters' points of view? Did you sort of feel actually it's more important for the book as a whole to have a kind of tone? Yeah, I think totally there's a tone to the whole book but I think especially Ali and Jeremy share a sense of humor mm-hmm. but they do they are like very distinct in their personalities I think Jeremy is like far more irreverent and yeah a bit sort of more crass and <laughs> um, 
uh, sort of slightly more flamboyant than Ali, who's a, like a little bit more reserved, a little bit more dry. Um, mm. And then, of course, Emily, who is unintentionally funny, or I think she is anyway. Yeah. I love her. And I know that she's <laughs> like, sort of like, she could so easily be the villain of the book, but I really yeah. love her. I just think she's like, you know, people do bad things all the time and doesn't make them bad people. And I like really tried to get that across with her. And uh, I just, I really love... Um, very sincere people yeah like in my yeah. real life I really get a kick out of it because they're just so different to me not that yeah. you know I can be sincere but like I I really struggle to like have like a very intense and sincere conversation with someone yeah. and um I just I really wanted that for her because yeah I just I love people that are like that and I do think they're so funny and they have no idea <laughs> what would be your top tips if you've got someone listening who's like, hmm, uh, the split is my goal of humor and warmth, what would be your tips for writing something that feels relatably funny? The most important thing you can do when you're writing is to write in the voice that comes naturally to you. Yeah. So like if you are sort of in a calculated way trying to make something warm or um (laughs) or like you think this character is going to be really hilarious it's really unlikely that that's going to happen so I would say write what comes naturally to you and get to know your characters really well and get to know how they might interact with each other and how they would respond in certain situations and then I suppose you can manufacture those situations where something funny might happen or you know I would probably say that's the best thing you can do but I mean people will know if you have a naturally um if you have an idea for a book and you know that you're that's what your voice sort of lends itself to I just think go for it yeah because if you believe that that's what it is the, the chances are that's pretty spot on I still think that people um worry that if their book is funny it won't be taken seriously Mm. and I wondered what your relationship with that was how do you feel about um I guess the positioning of your book do you feel good about it was that was there ever any um worries about it or uh yeah Yeah. notebooks (laughs) so that is so interesting I was thinking about this earlier um I because I don't have a background in publishing um I had no idea about the concept of books being positioned in a particular way or oh yeah that was a very that was a very jargony word (laughs) well I'm all over it now (laughs) um I like I so I I it wasn't until we got into the meetings uh that I was having with publishers after it gone out on submission that I started to hear about it you know being put in uh I don't know yet where it would sit on a shelf that was a classic thing where would it sit um and (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know I'm just like oh I don't know I guess it's a book um but a really interesting part of that for me and like the conversations we were having was that this was uh queer Mm -hmm. and um I a lot of publishers didn't know what to do with it um there are some stories I could tell that I'm not going to hear. So um, when I turn record off. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but it meant that, I mean, there were loads of publishers who 
immediately got it um mm-hmm. and yeah but I do th- I think it's interesting because when I was writing it I never thought oh no this might not get taken like super seriously because I've written a funny book about people messing about and um but it's I think there is a problem with people not recognizing funny books as um sort of quality uh that sort of other genres don't have to contend with and I don't mean like literary fiction necessarily but like other commercial genres so like Mm. crime and like thrillers all get like pretty major broadsheet like coverage and romance and what people would call like women's fiction uh (laughs) really don't um and I I don't know why that is well I could hazard a guess (laughs) like you know it's a it's a real shame but honestly when I was writing it it uh, didn't occur to me I'm not even sure I, I think I thought if I can make my friends laugh, like mm-hmm. I'll be really happy. And that's mm-hmm. as far as I thought about it. And I'm glad because I probably would have tied myself in knots trying to, you know, aim it at a particular readership. Yeah. It's such a weird one, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Who are your um, humour inspirations? I read everything by David Nichols every time something new comes out I just adore him and it's like that really gentle subtle observational perfect humor I just love it um but I also really love like over lockdown I reread all of the Louise Renison books that oh I read when gosh. I was a teenager I love yeah. them so much and like that's a classic example of something that was so it's written for teenage girls so really to you know perhaps you know a lot of people the lowest common denominator and written by a woman and about teenage girls truly just pissing about and those are the funniest books I I can't think of a funnier book than Angus Dungs and Full Frontal Snogging like I I used to laugh out loud and I still did this like when I reread them like perfection yeah I I I completely agree and I I think about lines from it all the time and I'm then like which which friend of mine like w- went through that and then remember that it was Georgia Nicholson? Yes, 100%. <laughs> Georgia Nicholson, like, oh my goodness, she should be like a character that everyone knows. Like, yeah, I think Bridget Jones, yeah. yeah, I totally, without a doubt, like, yeah, the funniest book series. Um, if I could write anything, you know, half that funny, I'd be thrilled. Yeah. yeah. Did you ever watch the film? I never did. No, probably, probably for it, you know, it was fine actually. Again. It was, <laughs> I did watch it when I was a teenager and um, there, you know, the band, the Rob, Robbie's band. Yeah, um, thanks God. They've like, they've like got songs from it. And one of them is actually a real banger. And I remember okay. listening to it, like downloading it from LimeWire when I was like 15. <laughs> um, I think it's called something like Ultraviolet or like Ultramarine or something like that. Um, and I remember listening to that and like reading the books and being like, how can something be so cool and so funny? <laughs> um, yeah, it was such a great balance of being relatable, but also completely escapist. Like oh, none of my friends were that funny, no offense to them. And also, but just like you didn't get the opportunities to like have that kind of amazing fun, being able to read about these girls, like, you know, putting on all their makeup and then yeah. walking down the one road that passes the boys' school and then going into the loose and taking off all their makeup again. It was just such a good... So um, spot on, yeah. I love them. Also, yeah. I just, Dave the Laugh has is is like who I'm seeking. Yeah. You know? 
you just want Dave the laugh as your friends as your partners as your 100% <laughs> oh Dave the laugh oh my god imagine yeah. having the epithet the laugh I know <laughs> <laughs> like it's so perfect like I'm literally like laughing thinking about these books they're just incredible if anyone hasn't read them like do yourself a favor and just buy the whole series like it's the best I just want to be known as Lily the laugh yeah. <laughs> I make it happen you know just I could just change my just change it it's all too late <laughs> yeah you've got a book coming out next year get it on the front <laughs> Lily the last <laughs> can you imagine oh my god um so great um I had one last question which was you said uh when I when I asked you to come on um, you said on a private Instagram message um, that you that you think queer yep. people are also the most naturally funny people. Oh, now, yeah. this is probably a joke, but I also love it, and <laughs> I would like <laughs> I would like you to expand on that theory. Um, okay. Yeah. Discuss. Okay. Well, it's a very scientific theory based on the fact that I think that my queer friends are the funniest people on the planet, and. <laughs> no one makes me laugh like they do and um I have just extended that to then I guess all queer people um no I mean I it was uh tongue-in-cheek straight people are also really funny um please don't cancel me um but I um I, I don't know I think there's humor among queer people that like I love being part of the community sometimes feels like you have a membership to like the best club in the world <laughs> like there's like a, a language and I love it and love to champion queer people and their humor and yeah maybe we are the funniest in the world uh, I don't know yeah, maybe I feel like in my mind friends from youth you know that was my first experience of like seeing out people interacting with straight people was like you know, having to be quicker than your bullies, right? And having to like be funnier than them and having to insult them better than they could ever insult you. And um, yeah, I guess, I guess I'm just thinking of, you know, like drag queens and yeah. that being such an important part of like, <laughs> for like your whole career and stuff is like, actually, can you come up with a really good quip under pressure while wearing heels? And um uh, so I believe your theory basically is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, we're both putting it out there now. It's Pride Month. Queer <laughs> people are yeah. the funniest people. Yeah. <laughs> and obviously next month they won't be. So um, we're better. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I had two questions mm -hmm. um, which I wanted to put forwards from nice listeners. Um, oh, okay. So, uh, here is a, a question from a nice listener called Sarah with an H which is oh. rather nice, uh, but, didn't, but didn't point that, point that out. Um, she said, uh, I would like to know about the process with the cover design. How did the strawberry happen? Question mark. Lots of question marks, actually, but. Oh, she really wants to know. Really um, <laughs> the strawberry. So uh, cover design, I had absolutely nothing to do with it, other than that I specified uh, what I didn't want which I'm not going to say what that is because I don't want to tell anyone. I don't want to like shade anyone's cover designs. Uh, <laughs> but um, I, so then they went away, came back and my editor had come up with the strawberry because she was looking at a 
a box of vitamins with a strawberry cut in half and she was like the strawberry is split in half <laughs> and then she was like <laughs> she was like and it looks like a heart which is obviously what the, it is on the cover although I didn't see that for I would say weeks and then someone was like and it's so cute with the heart in the strawberry and I was like yeah that is a heart in the strawberry I don't know um and then they like presented me like I don't know eight different color you know ways mm-hmm. that it could have been and we went with the blue and the pink and yeah I think I probably uh I probably could have vetoed it if I like really hated strawberries but I love them but you don't so. I love it yeah <laughs> exactly have you um um I don't know whether this is um, confidential or not, but have you been looking at paperback designs? Uh, it, it, I don't know if it's confidential either. Uh, I think paperback designs are in the works at the moment. Yeah. Do you think it will be along the same lines or do you think it will be different? I think it's going to be uh, recognisable as uh, what it is at the moment, but different. With a with a fruity twist. With a, with a fruity <laughs> twist. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there's going to be a change for the paperback design. So that's exciting. You get to have yeah. the posters side by side. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, the other question was one from Anna saying, I'm just seconding the question. Please tell us about your cat. So I have two cats. Um, Arthur, who is uh, the love of my life and um Daphne who's a sweet little stupid angel she's actually just sat right here um Arthur inspired Malcolm because he's a total horror he's really (laughs) he's just really complicated uh there's like a lot going on at any given time he's like very sensitive and he's like very attached to us but in a quite um weird way like he doesn't cuddle but if we like walk down the street he'll just come with us and cry the whole time like he's weird and I love him uh so yeah I and I knew that I wanted to write about you know a a cat and uh yeah he's my muse well Daphne is Daphne the muse for oh no I mean (laughs) she's like the cutest thing you've ever seen in your life she's got half a tail and like no brain and she's just like a ball of fluff and she just oh she couldn't be anyone's muse there's no substance there's nothing there she's just like she's just empty uh but we love her we love her to bits our little empty cat <laughs> oh I'd like someone to say that about me I think um, <laughs> we love her but she's empty but there's nothing there <laughs> um so nice um we've already heard about uh, your recommendations of the uh, Louise Renison books. I don't know if they're on your official list, but um, I would I'd love to hear about what your recommendations of, of funny books are. Okay, so Louise Renison wasn't on my official list because my official list is queer only. Yeah, because <laughs> it's pride and because that is my want. Um, <laughs> okay, so number one is the book that I finished yesterday, One Last Stop. Ah! yes uh, I don't even know where to begin it is so good it's so 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 good um it was so funny like as funny as red white and royal blue and cute cute, cute. it's such a page turner 
and all the characters are amazing and it's really diverse without it being like this is a diverse book (laughs) (laughs) and so it's just like supernatural like all the characters are so distinct and interesting and like well thought out and like um the romance is wild and like I thought at first that I might have to be like look you just have to suspend your disbelief because it's blah 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 because there's a time travel element or like oh I didn't know that there's a time travel element and um I didn't even have to think about it really because like the chemistry between the two main characters is so strong and it's like super sexy like have you read red white and royal blue I have read red white and royal blue (laughs) well done so obviously which is like crazy sexy well this is like I would say even more so like oh no I'm gonna be blushing yeah it's like it's wild like I was reading it on the tube yesterday like oh like this is so good um so basically if you love really funny books that are also like full of heart I cried as well and with a romance at the center but it's not cheesy I like I don't understand why it's like a cult classic to be honest I like her books I should be like front and center like I don't understand how people are like struggling to get copies in this country is wild um so that's my my number one recommendation amazing I can't wait I'm gonna have to import it aren't I you've got to import it um what else have I got in here in at the deep end yes that's on the shelf behind me Uh, I love it I really really loved it I haven't read it in a while actually Uh, such a good cover yeah um and I mean that is just really really funny so well observed there's a there's a passage from in at the deep end which I remember really frequently in in like a sort of really sort of freaky way it just really stuck with me when you know when the main character yeah first comes out to herself yeah so she's just had this I think I think she's just had some lovely sex and she's like yes I, I'm now accepting the lesbian label and I'm super psyched about it. Yeah. And she says, um, definitely a lesbian, I texted. A full one? Enough of a one. You did the deed? Fucking loved it. Loads of exclamation marks. And then it says, gay clubs are my clubs now. Carhartt trousers, rainbows, team sports. <laughs> I'm a cheerleader, RuPaul's Drag Race, Pride Parade, Moonlight and the Pet Shop Boys, vegetarian food. Oranges are <laughs> not, not, not the only fruit. Orange is the new black. Old Compton Street, new from San Francisco, the color pink. Just like, there's something about uh, that like naivety, but also like genuine excitement, which is so lovely. I guess, yeah, just this feeling that there were these like in-jokes that I could kind of now start to understand and realize why I found them so funny. Um, It was such a lovely thing to sort of see written and written really uh, evocatively. So I'm glad you picked that one yeah love it so so funny and there's like every single bit with the therapist in that cracks me up I think it's <laughs> so well written um what else have I got here um less by Andrew Sean Greer ah now this is on my bookshelf and I haven't read it yet oh it's lovely oh I love it it's really it's it's really funny it's like gently funny and um the character the main character Arthur Less is just a total dream and he you he should be like someone that you don't like you know he's like quite self-involved mm. and like narcissistic but he's just lovely and I just fell in love with him and his like travels around 
the world on this sort of like sad literary tour um <laughs> I just it's just perfect it's really really beautiful and it's it's quite sad in places but it's it's really funny there's something so powerful just about I, this is the most basic bitch comment but having an, a character's name like less is such a good way of just being like hey guys this is a really stylishly meaningful book yeah <laughs> it's, not, it's not so obvious that you're like what that's not a name but it's just very good it's so good I one syllable he's... title very cool oh, very chic. very cool so <laughs> I mean no wonder it won the Pulitzer Prize you know yeah partly, yeah. partly just for the title alone yeah. um, you've got okay. to after that the yeah. split is only one away so I know yeah uh... you could get Pulitzer <laughs> I'm moving further away actually I'm not allowed to say but the title of book two is is many more syllables so what else have I got on my list oh uh plain bad heroines have you read that no chunky chunky big yellow pink please I bought it at gaze the word after I had been uh, um, signing some of my own books um oh, what a legend <laughs> and um uh the bookseller said oh are you really gonna get through that <laughs> <laughs> and I was like do you know probably not because it is it is like ludicrous like it is yeah huge. um and then I read it in about three days because once I picked it up I couldn't put it down and it is I I like it's have you read um Cameron Post yeah it's so different mm. like I it's incredible I mean I know it's been a long time that it took her a long time to write it and so I guess you know it doesn't have to be the same or similar even but it is really yeah almost unrecognizable oh, oh I'm such a thicker I didn't even know it was the same author same author <gasps> yeah unless the publisher packages it in identical yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah I'm really thick oh wow that's cool yeah so it's really and like it is so um I mean it's really like sort of like gothic and mm. it's quite dark in places but the the narrator is really funny like it is just written in this yeah it's great it, it's not like laugh out loud funny but you'll definitely do a little like huh <laughs> <laughs> it's very clever um, is, really it, um it. is it historical it has... yeah so it yeah. flips uh ah. it's like a dual narrative so there's like um lesbians of yore and <laughs> then <laughs> current day sort of like hollywood so lesbians which okay. is like extremely of yore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think that's yeah the technical way to yeah. describe them yeah. <laughs> um yeah no it's great really i do recommend but like yeah i mean i guess if you're like going on holiday or something like download it <laughs> 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 get, the get the kindle yeah don't carry it around with you because you're injure yourself and I did have another one on my list um love is for losers Wibka Brueggemann but if you like Louise Renison books it's so it's a YA book about a girl called Phoebe who um is at, like getting through high school and working in a shop and she's got this difficult relationship with her mom and she doesn't even realize until at least halfway through the book that she's got a massive crush on the girl that she works with at the shop and like the style is really similar to Louise Renison it's like written in a diary and um 
it's like very like sharp like exactly like what teenage girls are actually like as opposed to what teenage girls are portrayed as to be you know she's a bit mean and like (laughs) very she's really funny and switched on and she's just despairs of everyone um and then like very cute romance between her and and this girl um and it's lovely and there's no like there's like darker bits to the book but there's no sort of uh, anguish around the romance so, and it's a really quick read so yeah I have a couple of gay recommendations for you which I don't even need to keep in but I just would like to recommend them please is, um have you read Diary of a Drag Queen by Crystal no. Rasmussen oh my god <laughs> this is the most underrated book I have ever come across I'm writing it down it is it is the it, it is the only book that has made me laugh as much as the George Nicholson's. And it is just so brilliantly like real and candid and over the top and amazing. And it is it is again written in a diary format, colloquially a friend telling you everything that's been happening. So it reminds me a bit of of of, of like Jeremy and Ali sending each other voice notes, but it's like that's for the whole book. So it's just like as if you're overhearing just like their diary <laughs> and uh, I love it so much. Just opened it on a random page. Uh, I remember kissing a boy who had a big beard that hummed with the scent of clever queer theory books and craft beers and vegan moisturizers. And he eventually moved to France with a much older guy to do a PhD in gender studies. And then there's a little footnote saying, lol, who hasn't? <laughs> so great. So I love it. Um, that sounds amazing. My one other recommended, well, one that sprung well no I shouldn't recommend that one. Um, oh, why what why well <laughs> well uh, I, I I published this um which oh. is a couple of letters of, of Virginia Woolf and Vita Sackville West and it's it's very different in tone I guess to a lot of what we've been talking about because it is non-fiction but um it's just like such an amazing relationship it goes over 20 years of their lives. It's just these two amazing women, like having amazing lives and flirting with each other over these really elaborate letters. Oh, and um, it, it's a, a wonderful mix of, of earnest and funny because they're constantly trying to outdo each other in these letters, you know, they're in, in the way of all the best flirting, uh, you know, they're, they're constantly just testing each other. Like, do you care as much as me? Am I, am I more into it than you are? Like, can I show off more than you? Am I a better writer than you? Am I a better like friend than you? Do you fancy me? And it's just like wonderful to watch unfold. Um, I actually have that on my shelf. Do you? Yeah. So nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, I did the selection and um, uh, it, it was the first book that I, um, like acquired at vintage the first book that I you know like put yeah. together that's um, so cool I mean I haven't read it yet but I will it's on it's on my heard fucking better um no <laughs> I, I hope I hope you like it if you don't read the rest of it read the introduction from Alison Beckdale because she's a legend and it's really really lovely that would be actually something that I forgot fun home yeah that is so funny yes as well as all the other things have you read the new one I haven't. I've, I've got it. Um, <laughs> ready to go. There's a theme emerging here. I got it for my birthday. Uh, That's nice. It looks gorgeous. Because of the fitness. I mean, 
Uh, do, do you run? Or do yeah. your characters run? You run? Yeah, I do. Like, very slowly. Um, <laughs> but you saw for similar reasons that they do, you know? Mm-mm-mm. Good for my brain. <laughs> um, because the thing that's... I guess, yeah, the thing that's been putting me off the new Alison Bechdel is just because I'm hopelessly unfit and I have never done any of those uh, sports. But inspire. maybe it'll inspire you. Maybe it will inspire me. Yeah. You can just I like how this has become her. an advert for Alison yeah. <laughs> Pick it up now and you too can yeah. <laughs> get sponsored. Um, yeah. Can you tell us about book two? Um, Absolutely you know. not. I don't think I can. I, it's coming out next year. So, it has a title, but I can't say what it is. There is romance in it. Wow. And it's hopefully funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> and there is international travel. Wow. I wrote it during lockdown. And I was like, these characters going on a fucking plane. <laughs> <laughs> um, and like a dysfunctional family. And... Uh, I had loads of fun writing it. Well, I look forward to reading that one. So nice. Thank you for joining me. Shall I, oh, cool. shall I start recording? Yeah, let's do it. Thank you so much, Laura, for joining me. And uh, thank you for listening. If you don't go and give this episode uh, five stars on iTunes, then you're simply a homophobe. So um, you'd better go now and leave away a nice review. Buy Laura's book and... Um, everyone can end pride month happy okay if you'd like to recommend a book or a guest for witlit um please let me know on twitter at lily underscore linden or instagram at bookie muck book face um see you soon bye